0: Good morning, good afternoon, uh, good evening. Yeah, that, those are the times of day. Um, welcome to episode 251 of Dude and a Monkey. My name, <coughs> my name is Coffee McCofferson, Apparently, my name is Ian Loring, and as always, I am joined by
1: Matt Foster. Hello, everybody.
0: Um, I've had that cough for a while now. It, it just like it doesn't. It hasn't been as aggressive as it has been in previous weeks, but fucking. I'd like that shit to go away, um, anyway, um what are we doing this week? So coming up, sorry i'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna be a bit more energetic. like it's <laughs> quite a low energy start to the show for which I apologize, um, saying that mark, before like overtime at work and marathon training, I cannot fucking wait to get this marathon done with.
1: I'm like you, you just totally done with it now, aren't you? You're uh, done with this bullshit. You just want it to be over, and it can be a thing of the past.
0: Yeah, I just I want to go like, and the, it, it's like if I can just go like run like six miles a couple times a week or something, amazing. Like if 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 I only have to spend an hour on a treadmill, that would that's currently the dream. That's currently perfection. An hour yep. on a treadmill. Like, it just fucking... I did, I did like, 12 miles today. And, like, it's weird, because marathon training's fucked. Because, like, apparently, really, you're only supposed to do up to about 15 to 18 miles beforehand. Um, mm. and, and then it's, like, on the day... Because otherwise, on the day, you'd be fucked. Um, and it, yeah. And it's, like, adrenaline gets you through, though you will hit a wall. And it, it's, like, I'm gonna... I'm gonna hit a wall. It's fucking terrifying. Like legit terrifying, knowing (laughs) that a wall is going to be there and I know I'm going to hit it. Yeah, you know. But I like. Hopefully there'll be crowds and stuff. It's the first time Newport's ever ever actually had a marathon, so I think there'll be people out in like curiosity more than anything else. So, you know, we'll we'll see how it go. uh, We'll see how it's going. Uh, uh, We'll see how it's going. We'll see how it goes. But fuck, man. I like you say. I am done with its bullshit. Like <laughs> half marathons all the way, half marathons all the way in the future. I tell you what, fuck
1: me. yeah, just stick to that, stick to that.
0: Like, it, it they are bullshit, marathons are bullshit. Like, it's going to be great to say I've done one, believe but it, you,
1: but, but it, it, it's not, it's not great knowing you've got to do one.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, it was like because like, I, I was tweeting about it earlier on. I had a reply from someone saying, like, the feeling you get when you finish it. If you could bottle that, it would sell for millions. And it's like, I, I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to feel fucking amazing. Like, but it's going to feel fucking amazing more for thank fuck I actually it's done. <laughs> like, n- not like oh I feel brilliant about myself. Oh the world's a great place. Oh I did. Like it's just like thank, thank fuck for that. Like just done. Right. What what can I drink? <laughs> yep yeah well, fuck uh, yeah anyway, like yeah marathons fuck 'em just fuck 'em <laughs> um God oh Jesus Christ, three weeks fuck anyway, how's Mark's week been
1: yeah, not too bad, not too bad um usual work stresses and such but um yeah, not too bad
0: okay, cool, good, good. So what have we coming up? Uh, what have we coming up? Jesus fucking Christ. Right. First off, we've recorded a playing for it forward, but it hasn't gone out yet. I will put it out this week. Um, it was a good show. Um, it was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will put it out this week. It, it is, it is coming basically. So, you know, Hey, I've got, I've actually got like a day and a half off in the week. So I'll, I'll stick it out sometime then I think. Uh, but yeah apologies for that not coming this last week as previously advertised kind of apologies you don't pay for this fuck it you know whatever fine anyway um shit man fuck it right i need to like do some ecstasy or something <laughs> like straight up like i just need to like you know what fucking like i just need like an injection of like melatonin um right Coming up this week, we got some good shit this week as well. I think,
1: hopefully, yeah, I, 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 I think we have we've got to make of a good a good show. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we got two main reviews. We I, I did not get to the Hurricane Heist, unfortunately, um, even though I did watch four films yesterday. So, shit. Well, well, three and a half, three and a half. I finished off Last Flag Flying yesterday, um, but yeah. So and not not one of them was Hurricane Heist. For which I apologise. Um, so yeah, uh, Mark's going to be talking about that in what we watched. Um, I'm going to be talking about ghost stories in what we watched. So you know, we're we we're, we're going to get through the like the things we were thinking of
1: reviewing anyway. Yes, the, everything will be covered in some guise. Yes,
0: exactly. But main reviews, we've got uh, John Krasinski's um, surprise horror smash um, mm-hmm. is going to make more money than ready player one did in its opening like in its friday to sunday opening which is oh, stunning in, in the u.s anyway in the u.s i i, I should add but it was tracking at around 20 25 million they reckon it's going to do about 46 <sighs> like oh
1: <laughs> that just
0: shows you what word of mouth Holy and good marketing
1: can 71 million opening weekend worldwide
0: worldwide and that thing cost 19 million fuck Paramount you. needed a hit and they fucking got one you know like Paramount have had a rough 12 months or so and they needed that so you know fair play so but what did we think you'll find out so that's a quiet place And we're also um, after uh, I believe it was Craig on Twitter said, Hmm. "Suburbicon and Amazon Prime." What about Last Flag Flying? Well, we're also going to review Richard Linklater's Last Detail sequel. Like people are saying, it's we'll get into it. It's a fucking sequel to the Last Detail. You kind of need to have seen the fucking Last Detail. Um, So, Last Flag Flying. Uh we'll also have some what we watched. We do have some listener feedback. We do have an email. Um and uh we had some Twitter questions last week that we didn't get to. Yeah. Didn't we? That was right, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, cool. So, um anything happened this week?
1: Um Netflix seems to be trying to uh, um, just essentially fucking bite their thumb at <laughs> oh, Cannes, at, at-, at can Yeah, by buying up all the things that seem like they might win in competition. Oh, that's why right. they
0: picked up the Alphonse Quarron film, didn't they? That's uh, fucking. They, picked, oh, they, oh, that's they funny. picked up a
1: couple of docs as well and stuff that that, that might win in just a. I, I I wasn't aware that it, that if your film um, screens. If your film, if a film is released in France, um, across France theatrically, it can't play on a streaming service for three years. Hang
0: on, what? What on a French streaming service?
1: Yeah, if it, on a French streaming service. Yeah, for so, sake. It can't play, it, 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 so if let's say, for instance, A Quiet Place got uh, a. Release in France, a, a wide release in France. Uh, obviously, it'll be based around so many theaters or something like that. I would think it then can't apparently play on any streaming service. That's Prime or Netflix or Shudder or other ones um, for three years. I'm
0: surprised the streaming services even fucking bother.
1: Well, the thing is, I, Netflix. I think will be a little bit like, do you know what? It's probably a really, really fucking small territory for them. So it's just like, mm-hmm. do you know what? Fuck it. Um, and, and Prime will go, well, do you know what? It just means people might rent it. <laughs> but fucking... Oh, so the... that, 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 that's oh. that's how they've got around the Netflix ban, because they, they're saying, well, we haven't banned Netflix films. It's just to play in competition, you need to play across France theatrically, and if you play across France theatrically, you need to... Then you can't be shown on a streaming service for three years. And that is their get around from the not being, we're not being dicks. We're just protecting cinema. It's uh, I, I, I the thing
0: is the intentions are noble there. You know, they, they are um, like in, in terms of that policy, but for can like the can thing, like, cause I know like that has got an awful lot of ne- like kind of negative press basically. And you know, to be fair, so it should, because apparently they haven't said they haven't banned Netflix from out of competition screenings. It's just the in competition, yeah. Um, but it, it does make Netflix feel like a second class citizen, which is obviously the point. But then, kind of like, well, you can still play it, can you? Just can't play in this thing. So then, it's almost like they're going, well, look, we're not the bad guy here. Um... It just it like like we said last week. It's like fine, do this in ten years' time. Net, like Netflix, don't need like don't actually need you. Can you know? Like it just they have the money to buy these things. And the thing is, it's almost like people think that directors us are, are, are the ones who sign off on things going to Netflix. Mm that like it, that, and it it just like no in the end of the day the distributor's going to be like right what is going to make our fucking money back i know i'll go with netflix it's why paramount have been offloading stuff to them um and yeah it just it's uh, it just seems you know don't play it's kind of like don't hate the player hate the game in a way and you know there are boutique labels in the us like a24 and annapurna who won't do their stuff through netflix but then they've got they they pick things up they're really savvy with their marketing and they make money
1: yep and 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 let's also (laughs) anna for instance you know doing some really good stuff and you know they thoroughly back people like paul thomas anderson and people like that and that is amazing But it's kind of easier to do when your dad is the Mm. third, fourth richest man on the planet. It's a—they do make money, and some of their films do make money. But it is a little bit—it's a bit of a plaything. We all benefit from it, and it's fucking great. But it kind of is. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, it's not a business. It's—it's a—it is a business, but it's more. There's a comfortability in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, then again, I mean, like they're they're branching out as well. Like they they um, do games as well, Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people seem very very high on their game output as well. Um, Yes,
1: they're they're, they're doing cool stuff. I'm I'm not I'm not playing them down. Just saying, it's very, it's there's less shareholders going. We can't spend two hundred million dollars on that.
0: Well, no, I mean that's. I mean it's the same with A twenty four and whatnot. You know, what yeah. I mean like they, you know, they're not publicly listed companies, so they they don't have to really cow k- to, uh, to to that. It just, like I say, can, will be dead in a number of years if they continue this policy, because the Netflixes and the Amazons of this world are funding or buying the kind of stuff that they like to play. It just—I don't know. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a changing world. But then again, I, and I don't—it was—I don't know. It's funny. I mean, a quiet place. I, I'll, I'll just mention this now, so we don't do it in the main film. People are saying about preserving the theatrical experience and all that kind of stuff, and watching things on the big screen. All I've seen on Twitter this week are people complaining about audiences during a quiet place, and it's like you know where you wouldn't have had that fucking problem, eh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like, oh, there was this fucking dickhead in, in front of uh, Paul and I um, in, in a quiet place. And it just like, I knew it was getting to the end of the film and I just didn't want to. I thought I'd be harshing too many people's buzzes who couldn't see the person's phone if I did say anything. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do that. But mm. I was so close to just going like, right. Becky, or whatever you fuck, the, the person's name is on the phone, sorry, I don't know why I said Becky, it was the first, but, like, they'll be alright if you don't talk to them for ten fucking minutes. Uh, they were actually on the phone? No, no, like, to, like, like, no like, literally messaging. I could I could read the guy's messages.
1: I'd have just fucking tapped him on the fucking head, and then when he turned round, just pointed at his phone.
0: No, I just, like, the, th- the thing is, like people were really into a quiet place and if that person had like kind of kicked off or something it was more
1: yeah i I completely get your point if if
0: there was only a few people in the screening i would have but this screening was relatively full it was like a nine o'clock on a saturday night showing um so it was just like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna i literally put my knee up and like, just to block the phone from my view,
1: <laughs> it's a good tactic. That actually, yeah,
0: you know, and it worked. You know, it was it was fine, and you know, it didn't it didn't really it did it, it didn't spoil the film for. Me. But that's the thing, you know, it was like it was good watching it on a big screen and with an audience that were into it was quite cool. But at the same time, like I say, I had that on Twitter. I've seen loads of people saying that like the audiences were being disrespectful and chatting and stuff like that. And it's just like fucking right do you want to preserve the theatrical experience or do you want like or you know do you just want to watch it on your own fucking terms because you're not going to be watching it or be able to watch it on your own terms in a cinema if you are going to go to a screening with more than say like 20 30 people yeah it just it, it's not gonna happen i you know that's that's it, but saying that, the, the screening of Ghost Stories we went through immediately beforehand, people were good as gold.
1: Oh, there you go. You know,
0: everybody was apart from that fucking dickhead in front. You know, like, it was, it, it, that's the thing. It, it just, I don't know, it, like, it, people need to make their mind up. And like I say, the hypocrisy of Netflix are doing brilliant things for long-form narratives, but movies, fuck them, is, is staggering. Yeah. As I say every week. Every
1: fucking <laughs> week. We'll probably continue saying it every fucking week.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm going to be on a rampage high next week.
1: Oh, shit, yes.
0: I better fucking be on a rampage high. I tell you what, you think I sound miserable now? If rampage... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy, howdy. Fucking wait until next week if rampage ain't good. Oh <laughs> well, when I say good, if it, if it's not what I want it to be, Right. Trailers?
1: Yes. What have you seen? Uh, the first Purge trailer. Yeah. Um, it, it It's another Purge movie. Um, the first one I thought was shit. The second one I thought was really fucking good because essentially it was a John Carpenter movie. Yeah. The third one was shit. So I'm working on a the odds are shit and the evens are good. I'm thinking, do you know what? this might be quite good. It is weird that they're going back to the first one. It's um, mm-hmm. go back to, the, they're doing a prequel to it. That could be quite interesting, but there seems to be some fun stuff going on with it, so I'm, I'm willing to give it a, a go. It's balls you're releasing on the 4th of July. Fucking like
0: hilarious. That. Like, yeah, well done.
1: Um, yeah, so you know, the, the last one they released on President's Day, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, they've, they've got, Yeah, it's ballsy, Um, so I'm 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 kind of up for it.
0: Yeah, I'll 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 watch the fuck out of this. It it just it looks like an exploitation film with Marissa Tomei up in there.
1: Yeah, there's there's that as well. Uh, Marissa Tomei effect is always nice. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What else have seen? Um, One that I didn't see, uh, didn't watch on YouTube actually. It's it's cropped up on a few um, before a few films recently. You must have seen this one. Uh, what was it, sorry, you cut out there? Uh, Truth or Dare.
0: Do you know what? No. I've seen marketing not? for it, but I have not seen the trailer for that once.
1: Um, yeah, it's out it's, it's, on, on Friday. Much, is it? Yeah, yeah. Right. What I'll say is interesting idea. Um, and it's from Bloom House. Um, so that always gets me interested. But. Mm-hmm. The thing is the idea I think behind the film for what you gather from the trailer is this guy takes this group of um young people to his place in Mexico um to essentially to do his truth or dare thing, but to get them playing the game, then uh, the game keeps playing them throughout their general lives and they have to take truth or dare and it kind of picks for them and they have to do whatever the game tells them to do oh right uh kind of interesting been kind of done before but the only thing is there's this aesthetic on it that whenever someone's about to do their truth or dare they get this really big smile thing and well, like a Snapchat it,
0: filter or something
1: almost like that yeah this really big creepy smile and I'm watching it in a two what? and a half minute trailer going that's annoying the fuck out of me already hang on what like, like, in,
0: in, in hang on I'm confused what in real life
1: yeah in real life
0: in what in real life they suddenly do a big fuck off smile
1: yeah what? I'll I'll see if I can message you. Hang uh, on, no, I'm
0: gonna fucking I
1: right. Two I'm we'll see I'm, if I can message you a, a, a picture of them.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this and provide a running commentary. I, I,
1: I, that, that's that, that's solid. Yeah. Do you mind? No, no. Right. Okay.
0: Right. Uh, truth or dare trailer. Um. Two and a half minutes long. Fucking okay. right. Oh, by the way, Pepsi Max. I, yep. I've got that was a Pepsi Max thing there. I've got a little tangent about Pepsi Max ads um, running in Cinewell. Paul is listening; he will know exactly what I mean um, <laughs> because I was talking to him about it last night. Right? Anyway, um, see if I can get auto-generated subtitles. <laughs> Are you aware that Olivia is in love with your
1: boyfriend?
2: No, she's not. Are you stuck? Uh, Penelope. Dare. Make out with Olivia. Let's get this party
0: started. It's <laughs> very dankly lit. What are your intentions? Fucking like what? Like seriously, where are they fucking doing this game of
2: truth or dare? With friends that I could trick into coming here. Ooh. I could tell Olivia was an easy target. I brought you all up here because I'm really. okay with strangers dying if it means I could to live.
0: Oh shit! Alright. What the
2: hell? The game's real
1: what you
0: do oh is it like some sort of like ring curse thing or something
1: kind of yeah okay okay yeah alright seems interesting doesn't it so far yeah it does
3: come on I'm just
1: seeing you'll get to it okay there's a
0: oh she's got a big old smile
1: right. yeah that continues. Carter said, "Tell the truth or you die. Do the dare or you die." Refuse play.
0: You do screw this. <laughs> you Oh, he's got a smile. Oh, and the pool table, right? Eh? Um, we're not playing. Like you we said, we're not playing the game. It's playing us. Oh, oh shit. Oh, I'm guessing she's gonna die. Oh, smile. Only break Olivia's hand. You have to do it. Look as pissed as I am at you right now. There's no way I'm gonna break your hand. You oh shit. Nah, man, you gotta break that
1: hand. Yep. Oh fuck. I oh, know I'm kind of in actually. Um see I I am but the smiles thing is driving me mad. No, that's fair. And then there was something else that that made me go uh, about it. Okay.
0: Oh. I, I gotta say, it does look a bit jump scary, Like It does. Um, no! Fuck it, they're going, They're straight up going for Blomhouse's True for there. Yep. Oh, it's Jed, Jeff Wadlow. Oh, there
1: you go. Oh no. That's the other thing that made me go. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, Kickass Two wasn't good. Kickass Two was fucking awful. Can you imagine now if Kickass Two came out now? Oh my god. Can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. that the the Let's make a joke out of the fact that he can't get it up to rape a girl. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's um I think I don't
0: think it's a particular coincidence that apart from Kingsman and Kickass, Mark Millar doesn't seem to have got
1: any fucking
0: stuff off the ground.
1: No, I think it's partially related to that and the fact that he comes across as a bit of a prick. Mm. Like <laughs>
0: Kingsman Golden Circle, it kind of seems like that killed that franchise, even though it, I think it made money. But, like, no one seems to have any intention of doing another one of those.
1: No, it, it, it was, there was a lot of people were kind of saying, fuck, it, it, it made money, but it seemed like not a lot of people liked it. It's
0: almost like we got away with it. I, I, actually, I, I actually quite enjoyed it myself. I, I, but yeah,
1: I, I was the same. I actually quite enjoyed it, and I'd happily watch another one.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's a shitload of money actually. Well, no.
1: How much did you do? Four hundred and ten. Yeah, okay,
0: fair enough. That made its money back. Like, Vaughan's quite thrifty as well. Like, is there a reported budget? Hundred million. Yeah, alright, fair enough. That's yeah, that made its money back, no problem. Um Cool, truthful dare. Um that's out next week, Rampage is out next week. It kinda that kind of feels like if there's nothing else big out next week, I'll probably give, give True or Dare a go.
1: Yeah, it, it sounds like one where I, I I might give it a go if it's playing at ten o'clock on a morning on my day off.
0: Yeah, fair dues, fair dues. Uh
1: What else we're seeing? Night School, uh, Kevin Hart. It plays just Kevin Hart in a film that I'll probably watch at some point on Netflix. You see, a Girl Strip. No, I've not. It's from the director of Girls Trip, actually. Yeah,
0: Tiffany Haddish, like, yeah. is was like the breakout of Girls Trip. Um, I you, like did Girl's you really Trip. like that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I really, yeah. I, I re- yeah, it's a bit long, but that that flick's fucking funny. Um, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll, 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 it's one I'll definitely once it crops up on like Prime or, or Netflix, I'll, I'll or um, Sky um, movies, I'll, I'll, I'll get to watching that. No problem. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, final one for me is Upgrade, the new Lee Wan-Elmo. <laughs> that looks fun. It does look a lot of fucking fun. Um, also, Logan Marshall Green um, just looking... doing some really fucking interesting acting work. Like,
0: uh, the looks on his fucking face when, uh, like, it's doing the punching and whatnot for him.
1: Yeah, the, the choreography of... Uh, and that's some fucking strong acting in the way that he's got the choreography down to do what he's doing but while so he's doing one type of acting with his with his body in terms of being still action acting with his limbs and then another type of act, acting with his face there's some there's a lot of shit going on with him there and i'm looking at going all right that takes some fucking doing does that <laughs> well done i'm I'm very much up for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, uh, I think one or two more from me. I literally just had the trailers page up on iTunes. Oh, um,
1: um, um, Don Quixote, the um, Gilliam.
0: Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get to this yet. I don't know why. How does it look?
1: A fucking mess.
0: Oh shit! Really? Mm, Like,
1: um, it's it's an international trailer, so all the title cards and everything are all in French. Um, but yeah, it it looks a fucking mess. Which the thing is with Gilliam, a lot of the time that is very intentional. Uh, and I'm a a Gilliam fan, so I'm 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 still looking forward to it, Uh, and obviously I'll be there day day one, but. It's the trailer. It, I had to watch it twice, and I was like, "Speculate." It interests me. That's really hard to make out what people are actually fucking saying, isn't? It? On a couple of different, I watched it on two different streams, of that, I suppose. And mm. she's like, "No, it just feels a bit chaotic." Okay. So, All right, that's a shame. it is because that it's it, I, it. You know, it's a fucking trailer, so. But it, it's kind of like. I don't know, what do you expect from that movie? Because it's his passion project. He's been trying to make it for 30 years now. And it's just never quite fucking worked out for him. And he's finally made it. But it, it just seems a little bit like what are we expecting a, a masterpiece? Or should we expect anything? What should we expect from it? It's a really weird one.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm very very tempted to write off Gilliam at this point. Um, he I don't know. He kind of feels like yesterday's man, and
1: he, he, he feels more like last month's man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zero Theorem was a fucking absolute crock of shit.
1: I like Zero Theorem.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. And it made, even though know, it did make me laugh, that like a month ago people were getting pissed off with him about all the Me Too comments, and then people this week are just fucking yeah <laughs> coming over themselves to talk about Don Quixote. It just it,
1: yeah, it's it, 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 it's it's the the fickle nature of uh, of intellectuals. Well, I mean
0: that's it's like Joss Whedon. That motherfucker yeah. seems to have gotten off pretty fucking lightly.
1: And yeah. I, you know, and I wonder geek, if it's just... the Geek Crown Prince.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I got two more. Even though I think one of them you spoke about last week, Terminal. Oh yes. yes Actually, I've got three more. Um, yeah, Terminal. Fucking that film looks like it's sat on a shelf for like ten years, and some fucking random distributor's picked it up. Yeah.
3: Like,
0: it, even though Margot Robbie's like a pretty like, you know what I mean? It's got that like, what the fuck with, are these people doing with it? it, 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 like, it God. That film looks like a hot and fucking mess. Um, Yeah. We'll see. Um, Yeah. I need to talk about a trailer. Go on. Amy Schumer's new one, I
1: Feel Pretty. I have seen this trailer.
0: Right. So the premise of this film is that Amy Schumer knocks herself on the head and then... Like, just is like, thinks she looks like a supermodel, even though there's nothing wrong with her eyes or anything.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, um, the thing that bothers me about this is that Amy Schumer obviously has no problem with her look whatsoever and all power to her. So... That's
1: fine. And she has spent the past five or six years whilst people have been trying to kickstart Amy Schumer constantly telling us that she has no problem with the looks
0: <laughs> that's exactly it but there's no acting here it's it seems to be amy schumer being amy schumer
1: mm, and the problem is the reason why amy schumer's not kind of happened in the same way as people would have liked like for instance um melissa mccarthy or kristen wig or people like that happened is because she's
0: quite unpleasant. That that's the thing. There's there's a kind of a catty bitchiness to her. That, yeah, she's pretty she's, she's a
1: pretty shamer. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it's because I remember quite liking Trainwreck. Do,
1: and, do you think it's good t- Trainwreck? Because I, I, I watched it and thought it was it was it was shit. But whenever I talk to people about it, it's like people will say, oh, it's this, this, and I'm like, right, you're basically saying, everything but the lead character, was good in that movie. That might
0: (laughs) be what it is, that actually might be what it is, it it just, Snatched, was, her her comedy in Snatched, is all, being nasty, Mm. like all of it is, and then when she tries to be sincere, she's acting, And she's not a very good actress, so it 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 I it it just it feels like because like and it it just it feels cynical It, it it like just so this is a but right so this is a film for the average woman who will watch this and go. Well, maybe I should have some more confidence in my life, but it's made by a film by a a woman who's seemingly always had that confidence, and she's probably going to be horrible to everybody around her while she has that confidence. And it's like, right? So, am I supposed to be laughing at Amy Schumer doing like a striptease thing and pouring beer all over herself?
1: It's like, yeah, but I thought this was supposed to be empowering. I, 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 it, 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 yeah, it, it, that, that's it. It's a little bit like, all right, you've taken the principles of shallow hell, yeah, and you've made them shallow. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it just—I mean, like, it's—it's it's like the Boss Baby in the way that the premise is just—it's almost too high concept for me don't get me started on the netflix animated boss baby back in business animated series that started on friday oh <laughs> boy does that fucking stir up some shit in the boss baby world oh
1: <laughs> um, speaking but, of boss baby by the way yeah have you got to the bottom of the boss baby conundrum? Oh, it's come, back. Got, um, it's come back it's
0: come back but without the extras right oh. so i don't think we talked about this on the show Boss Baby disappeared out of my iTunes library and Lossie was not happy. And I I, I was meaning to get around to contacting Apple support about it. And then it came back sans extras. So it's almost like there was some, like the thing is DreamWorks Animation. um, They got a deal with Fox at the moment, but I don't know whether that it's almost like some sort of licensing thing changed. And yeah, like it, it, it's almost like the, the, the distribution rights for ancillary deals has gotten fucked and they didn't include the extras or something. So it disappeared. Then it came back. And it, it very weird, very weird. One mm. of the perils of digital ownership that, um,
1: it is. Yeah. Um, cause I had a minor issue with, with, um, Netflix myself. Um, not Netflix, uh, iTunes recently myself as well, in the sense that, for well, at the moment, right, let's say, for instance, on my um, iPad right now, if I want to access my iTunes library, I have to go to this TV app that's there now, don't I?
0: Yeah. Hello? Yes,
1: you do. I can confirm yeah. you do. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I have to go to that now, right? So I go to this, and I click on Library, right? Mm purchase films, see all, they're not all there. What? Like, one, two, three, four, five, 25 of them are there and I've got about 125.
0: Out of interest, how big's the iPad?
1: Say a, uh, it's a 9.8. No, I'm, is it? sorry, I meant the storage size, sorry. Storage, uh, storage space, uh, I'm not sure actually. But obviously, they're, they're, they're all, they're they're not, downloaded ones they're just the what is it ones
0: that was because that was my question it's like is it not showing you all the iCloud library films nope
1: just showing me just the what is it ones just it's just showing me just a few of them that's fucking weird yeah so when I wanted to download for instance uh hot tub time machines tab on my iPad while I was away <laughs> I had to go into iTunes store yeah I was gonna say it. and
0: you find it through there and then you can download it but then it doesn't that's really fucking weird
1: yeah, but it doesn't do it on my phone, on my Apple TV. But it does do it on my iPad.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. That's really fucking weird.
1: Mm. It is really fucking weird. Oh. It's very irritating, is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm 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 very, very tempted to just... Because I don't watch... Extra, I always mean to, but I never do. I never watch the extras and stuff. I am kind of tempted just to not buy stuff through Apple TV and just rent it. It's like if I fancy watching something, I'll just pay the like three, four quid at the time and watch it then. And then I'll yeah, probably I, be done with it for a bit.
1: I think that, but then I think, but hang on a minute. There's some things where I can rent it for like four forty nine or I can buy it for five ninety nine. Okay. For one pound well, fifty extra I might as much fucking buy the Oh fucker.
0: no yeah I mean that argument absolutely fair enough. And if it's stuff for lots or something then that's different. But I mean yeah. you know like Last Jedi comes out tomorrow and it's like do I spend the thirteen ninety nine?
1: Yeah, I'd always just go for the. Um, or do you just rent it? Yeah, I I, I, I just go, I go for, I go for the rent on that. For the simple reason is, at some point you're going to be able to buy it for five ninety nine. So mean? therefore, you've got you've got a five ninety nine buy it in four or five months time, six months time, or whatever. Or and your five forty nine to rent it, it's still only costing you twelve quid, which is a pound cheaper than what is it? Uh.
0: But I do want to watch that hour and a half long documentary.
1: You see with stuff like that, there you're paying thirteen ninety nine for the film and essentially another film. Hmm. So I can see the logic behind that.
0: Yeah, I know it's difficult.
1: Right. We're
0: quite away in into... Yeah, We're forty minutes in. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get going. Let's but, review a film. <laughs> um, and apparently a quiet place did fifty million or is going to do 50 million, they reckon. Um, hang on, I just want to confirm that. Or is, that, is, like that is that the US? Here? Yeah, yeah, US, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, 50 million plus deadline, Are saying now that's gone up. Fuck out. Um, well, my, my screening was quite full, this happening. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Mm. Like, wow. Okay, so. Um, Ian just interrupting here. Um, Really, really hard to find a clip for A Quiet Place that isn't just noises, <laughs> like actually impossible. So uh, yeah, uh, meant to have a clip here, but never mind, here's a review. A Quiet Place is directed by John Krasinski and stars um, Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, um, Millicent Simmons, and uh, some kids. Um, I think her name's Millicent Sim- Simmons. Simmons. I have that in my yeah, head. Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Okay.
0: So, uh, A Quiet Place is um, a high concept, well, kind of high concept in, in depiction mm. uh, film of a world ravaged by aliens that, according to a newspaper headline in it, it was a meteor that crashed in Mexico. Um, so, I think it's alien creatures anyway, who pick people off by sound so it's a world where there is very, very little sound and a family led by Krasinski and Blunt are essentially trying to survive in this world. And, uh, Blunt is pregnant after dealing with the traumatic death of their smallest, their their youngest child. Um, she gets pregnant and you know, it kind of, it goes on from there. So obviously massive hit, um, Slightly snuck up from nowhere, played South by Southwest is some really good uh word, but it has kind of like popped up and just taken things by storm. Uh produced by Michael Bay. Um he on his Instagram, um he like did a picture of the hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes thing and it was like, (laughs) This is the first time anything I've ever been involved with has had one of these, which I thought was quite funny.
1: Um, and... That, that, that guy, that guy likes fucking fun at himself, but whilst also kind of slapping himself on the back.
0: Yeah, I mean, he knows. Good on him. He, he, he
1: does. Whatever. And and you kind of, I, I, I kind of like Michael Bay for it. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, A Quiet Place,
1: um, not,
0: not the only horror to come out in the UK this, this weekend with Ghost Stories as well, which I'll we'll talk about later, but, um... Mark are you are you glad that you picked this one as the one to see
1: yes yes i am um it's it's a, it's, a, it's very high concept um it's a it's a proper genre pick um it it's interesting to see it's interesting when you get somebody who does their debut film and it's something that you go oh Okay, well that's out of left field. Um, the I like the fact that they do stick to the concept quite a, a lot throughout it. There's very, very little dialogue, uh, it, well, very little spoken dialogue. Um, so he's he's probably gone for it. I think it's a brave film for somebody like uh, Platinum Dunes slash Paramount to to make essentially to kind of go. Well, yeah, uh, we'll do this. Um, is it not his first film? No. Is it not? Uh, oh, what did he doing before? I thought, I thought it was his debut.
0: He's done. He, he did some fucking indie schmindy sun dancey thing that didn't really seem to do anything. I can't even uh, remember the name of it, but yeah. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. Uh, it's certainly,
0: the first one of notice.
1: Ah, uh, yes, he did. He did one called uh, "Brief Interviews with Hideous Men." That was the one. Uh, Who's that got in it? Yeah, people um so yeah yeah well, I, I, I might i might catch that actually but yeah i i i i really enjoyed it i i have a couple of issues um with it one minor very minor but quite major issue that is that is a, a major issue but didn't didn't affect my enjoyment of the film in any way Doesn't at all. a does it it doesn't. No, no that okay. was that did that did irk me that they didn't fucking get rid of that nail. Did it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> we, we, I, I understood it. We were you thinking right now? Go just hammer that nail down. But the thing is, how do you get rid of it without hammering it down or something or making noise? Really, you've got to think about all of these things. But you'd maybe ever like put a potato on it or something just like cover that. cover it up, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah just cover it up. But then it's clearly she's she's told everybody. But yeah, I do get your point about the nail. It did, it that did kind of go. Is oh, everyone going to stand on that nail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is that. Uh, but no, i It's it looks fucking great. The mm-hmm. sound design, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's 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 a very very strong film. Is what I would say. What 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 did you think?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's this lean very very tense like i've not been that tense for a, such a sustained period in in quite some time to be honest mm. in, in the cinema like it really really does a number on you um it, it's just the fact that they're like literally you are told in the moments where you can kind of that you can have a bit of a breather
1: yeah there is that there's moments where you can go it's very point i held coffee in my mouth for, for about for a, but i would say a, a good few minutes nice. <laughs> and when i say a good few minutes i don't mean like two or three I, I would say it would be plus five before i eventually had to go i need to swallow this coffee and literally just went mm. yeah mm. <laughs> i thought oh god yeah. that's yeah. the loudest anyone swallowed coffee ever
0: nice um and, and no i mean it's ballsy as well that's the thing i mean like the the, fuck it, yeah the, i mean like the sound does kind of i in my mind's eye there is a lot more sound or at least music going on in the second half of the film than there is the first
1: yes which i think is understandable because there's a lot, there's a lot more going on
0: yeah yeah no for sure but like i i i think they pushed the how long can we actually get away with there being no audible noise whatsoever apart from like breathing and and footsteps Mm. i think they pushed that about as far as they could
1: yeah it it was quite well controlled
0: yeah um but yeah no i mean i think krasinski he establishes a sense of space really well like it's pretty much set in one place it's Mm. a fairly sprawling place but one place and you get a good sense of the geography um the i thought the, the world building was effective um I did go in like knowing that like Blunt's character was pregnant and whatnot. I did go in thinking like they're gonna have a fucking baby in that world, and they act. Well, they they do. I think they actually do a good job in kind of establishing why. To be honest,
1: I don't. That's your problem. Yeah. Okay. That's my problem. Is is the fact is he's so like they're clearly two very intelligent people. Um, He's so um, methodical. In in the way that he he does everything, he's so thoughtful in the way that he's done everything, and everything he's done um, to, to to essentially protect his family. And then they're gonna have a baby. That just feels like it it, it feels like it, it could have been it could have been it could have been sort of put, it could have been dealt with by literally at, at one point them having a fucking crucifix on the fucking wall, and you go, all right, fine, they're Catholic. I'm well, fine with that now. I, I it's that, just having a nah, having a baby bringing that into that world is going to endanger the baby, them, and their other existing kids. That's just, it, it just, it didn't sit for me on that. It didn't affect the rest of my enjoyment in the movie. Okay,
0: fair enough. No, I mean, I, I think in the end of the day, they establish that this world is basically the world now. Mm. And things have to continue, and he's planned it out in such a way. Like just the fact, like the fact that they had they had basically prepared everything. Right? Like they they kind of knew how it was like how it was going to go down. And yes, yeah, she's on her own when she goes into labour. But fair play, they established that she's a good few weeks from her due date. Um, yeah, I, I I thought they did, and also just yeah. the. Just the thematic stuff as well. I mean, in the end of the day, God knows what it's like to lose your kid. Like, fuck knows what that. I mean, God fucking forbid. God forbid any anyone listening or either of us ever have to fucking deal with that. Um, yeah. But it, it's, I, I, it, I, in that world, I, you know, fair enough. I mean, even though to be fair, I thought what they were going to do. At the start, when it says day forty something, I just thought she was already going to be pregnant, and it would have just yeah. been like, all right, then, like, you know, it's like have an abortion. It's not like you're going to be able to go to a doctor and have an abortion in this world, you know, or you know, or have the kid. But they don't. They they jump forward, and but it made it made sense to me. But I could see how it maybe wouldn't make sense. Mm,
1: it just. I don't, like I say, didn't affect my enjoyment of the movie at all um, because that. But I, I did feel it was a little bit, it was a little bit weird. And also as well, the fact that when eventually they get into the room after the kid's been born, it's like it works. It's like, hang on a minute, you didn't fucking test that first. Shit, you should have had that sorted ages ago. But then when you start to think about it, you think, well, actually, it must be really difficult to do anything because you can't make any fucking noise. Mm-hmm. Mm. so it it is it's a really there's all that that goes with it and that's what i think is really really quite clever about it
0: yeah no for sure um and and it's um i i i I think it's a it's a really good showcase for all the actors as well um Mm. you know just because they they've only got, they've got a fairly limited tool set for most of the, the runtime. Um, I I mean, John Krasinski completely 100% believable as this, like, as this father who's a bit standoffish, but for a really fucking good reason. But Uh, he's
1: not, he's not cold with them.
0: No, no, he's not, he's not cold, but he's very like, look, this is what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, we need to do this. We need to do this for each other. To help yeah. each other and it's like that and it's like that I, I like the fact that he i think he purposefully still plays it as like i say not cold he's doing things he's not a prick no. he, he still seems like he could be a bit of a laugh with them as well like the fact he don't, he don't when they they knock over the the lamp he doesn't start I, pointing at them or anything like that he's just saying just be quiet and then you know and it's it, he's aware that they didn't mean to do it and this is this is shitty for them. They're fucking kids. So the last thing they need right now is me fucking threatening a batter them because they've accidentally knocked over a fucking lamb.
0: Yeah, yeah. In That fucking moment as well, though, because it's really it's really unexpected. And you think it's going to be a big thing, and it's just it's not. Mm. You know, and it's like because that's at a point in the film where it's quite early on, and you are waiting for the thing that's going to kick things off, and it does take a while. Um, but like you said, controlled. I think you said earlier on. That's a really that's a really good choice of word there. It just Krasinski knows what he's fucking doing.
1: He really um, does, yeah.
0: And like you know, he's working in a budget that's low enough that he probably gets quite a bit of. He doesn't have to listen to too many producers. You know, nineteen million. You know, like he he probably had a fair bit of leeway to do what he wanted to do um, but then, I mean and I've got to say as well if we have a quiet place too and it's aliens to this film's alien I oh, yes. I, I I could do that like that last shot is such a fucking fist pumping I would like to see that film now please
1: yeah, it, 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 it's that it, it, it's yeah. Once when you've got, I mean, we're all supposed all the time, guys. Um, when you've got, she turns around, and looks at that screen, and they're all coming for it. And she just turns around, and looks at the kid, and just then cuts. It's like, fuck yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be very much up for for, for that. I was. I'll admit, it, it was it, it's fucking heartbreaking when Krasinski goes because I think he was, oh I think he's fantastic in it.
0: Yeah, he is, and just like that scream he does. And there's so much in that screen. Mm. There's so much in that fucking
1: screen. Because you're thinking, uh, as in the same bit bit in the instance where he's, where he's running towards his kid, you're thinking he's just going to get to his kid and this is going to establish, look, this is, you can't do that. You can't make noise. And he's going to establish that. It's like, no. Oh, fucking hell, it got his kid. And then with that, you're thinking she's going to be in the back of the car. She's going to realise, hang on a minute, the the, the sound frequency that's coming from my mm-hmm, hearing aid mm-hmm. uh, hearing aid thing is you know what is it and just before the thing gets to him she's gonna turn no nope, don't get him yeah it's like fucking hell you're not playing punches with this are you no
0: no yeah I mean that that, that that's it and I just it, it that's a fucking moment man and just the, the kind of like I've always loved you thing and just the fact that he never he never once like admits to like thinking it was her fault, or, or whatever. And I, I, I genuinely, I'm still undecided as to whether his character actually did or not, and he's just not telling her. I don't, get...
1: No, I, I don't. I, I don't think he does at all. I think. He, I, I think it, for him, it's just a. I think it, 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 it's just he knows it's just the situation. It's not. It's no one's fucking fault. I think he thinks it's his fault. Uh, he
0: I don't. Like I'll be absolutely honest, and this might say something about me. That kid, that the girl, knew the fucking rules of the world, and knew. I, I like, I'll be. I,
1: I kind of think she got off a bit light. She did, but you've also got established as well. The fact is that she's a child as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, well, but how old is she actually supposed to be? Is a key question because she's definitely the oldest out of them
1: yeah like because what like 15 16 no i wouldn't even say that i'd no? say she's about no i wouldn't say she's like 15 16 what would you say i'd say she's probably maybe 11 or 13 Re- oh really yeah she's just oh, yeah she's, she's uh, young. all
0: right all right fa- okay fair enough then i fair enough then um yeah all right fine I'm just going to, I'm going to WhatsApp you something, um, which is probably really inappropriate to say on the show, but I just want your, your feeling on it.
1: No problem. Uh, but yeah, that's, that, that's, uh, it's the thing is. I, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's an awful lot. And it's not, it's
0: not anything to do with like, when I say inappropriate, I'm not talking. I am not in one way talking sexual or anything like that. I just want to make that very clear. You'll know, You'll know I'm not when you see this.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's it, it's all about the kind of atmosphere of, of, of the film. I think it works really, really well. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah. So there, there, there is, there is that. It, it's it, for me. It felt a little bit like part. Uh, William part fucking Terence Malick at points
0: yeah that's a good that's a good way of putting it that
1: yeah and, uh, you know in, in, in very good ways it made me go alright Krasinski you're a fucking that's a fucking dark horse you're like the fucking new you're it, 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 it's for, for Krasinski it was like when you first watched um, Gone Baby Gone and were like what Ben Affleck made this yeah. Really, yeah. Ben Affleck, paycheck, paycheck made this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: like, yeah, it, it is like that. It's it, 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 it's quite something. Yeah,
0: exactly. it
1: deserves it, it. deserves all the all, all the hype and praise it, it, it's getting.
0: Fucking right, it's a hell of a film. Hell of a film, mm.
1: and not minutes. Fantastic. Yeah, it does. Looks fantastic. It's it. it I, I, I said to Bex, it, it looks. The kind of design looks like an artisanal baker made a made a film.
0: (laughs) I yeah, it's I don't know. It's like an artisanal baker made a like played quite a lot of a post-apocalyptic like PS4 game. Yeah,
1: and then made a film. Decided to make a genre film. Yeah, yeah. It was like that, but yeah, it's 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 a very much a definitely not shit, and I'm glad that the hype train on this one. Wasn't fucking way off. But. No,
0: yeah, de- definitely not shit. Fully on board. Um, it, if there's a stronger horror this year, I'll be fucking stunned.
1: Yeah, I, I, I could absolutely agree with that. And it is a horror. Yep. It, and question, and, I, I, and I they're selling it as people such. Calling it a um a thriller.
0: Oh fuck off! No, that it's a it's a fucking straight up horror film.
1: It's a horror film, without question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our our poll was. Ah, here we go. Definitely not shit, 83%. Good stuff. Uh, Touching cloth, 8%, and shit, 8%. And when you uh, hashtag a quiet place uh, on Twitter, after it, it puts the uh, mute symbol. (laughs) Really? Yeah.
3: That's quite. Okay.
1: So, you know, like the where it's got like the volume that. bit, but it's got a red line through it. It does that. It's quite cool. I like that. It's
3: good.
2: Yeah. Ah, with your mobile phone, you get it out. And if you can see the numbers, your glasses are like, oh, I can't see. Help me. Help me. I've fallen and I can't get up. Guys. 911 calls don't count against your minutes either. That's. Come on. All right, all right, all right. If I say yes, will you shut the hell up so we can get our train? I'll shut up.
3: Okay. Yeah! (laughs) Come on.
0: So, Last Fly Flying is um, the semi sequel. Well, no, I fucking. It's a sequel to The Last
1: Detail. It's a, it's a spiritual sequel to The Last Detail, apparently, it's being called.
0: Fucking. It's a sequel to The Last Detail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, okay, so basically, uh, Brian Cranston plays uh, Sal. Um, he now owns. Were they called these character names in the
1: last detail? Uh I don't believe they were, no. Okay. No they weren't.
0: Maybe that's why they're saying spiritual then.
1: Uh I think the only one was that was uh, was Richard uh Mulehall, uh Lawrence Fishburns.
0: That's weird. Yeah, I need to look this up.
1: It, apparently, it. Luke um, letter has said it's a spiritual sequel, but has no connection to the uh, to the last detail.
0: Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> but I think the book. I think the book does. The,
0: the book is the book is the sequel, isn't it?
1: Yeah, the book is a sequel.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Fair enough. So they do have different names, even though Otis Young is credited credited as M- M- Mule Hall in this because it's Mueller, isn't it? Or yeah. Mueller Mueller. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Um, Brian Craston is Jack Nicholson. Um, he's now a bar owner. Um, and um, Randy Quaid, who's now Steve Carell, um, visits the bar. And uh, basically they have a bit of history together in uh, the Marines or the Navy or something. Um, Carell, slash Quaid, Slash, Tamland. Uh, it, it, his son has died. And uh, he essentially needs support in getting him from uh the uh like the marine air for, air base uh to home for uh his funeral and they also pick up uh Mueller the Mauler, uh Lawrence Fishburn slash Otis Young, who is uh now a preacher and uh Brian Cranston slash Jack Nicholson thinks that's uh, hilarious. So um last flight flying. Um Pretty much went straight to Amazon Prime in the UK. It had, it did have actually, it did actually have like showings with a satellite like Q and A with Bryan Cranston, um, uh, like a couple months back. But then popped mm. up on Amazon Prime. It is an Amazon Studios film. Um, so I suppose what would be my question? My question would be, Mark, are you surprised that Last Flag Flying, Richard Linklater, Oscar nominated only a few years back for Boyhood? has made a film which has pretty much skipped cinemas entirely and is straight, almost straight to Amazon Prime in the UK? Am
1: I surprised? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, Richard Linklater, for pretty much his entire, what, getting on for 30-year career as a filmmaker, has always kind of worked outside of the... The reams of what he's done, to be honest, he, he's he gets his films done, and people find them how they find them. Um, I, I, you know, Slacker, Slacker didn't didn't find people. Uh, Dazed and confused didn't find people. Um, in in cinemas, found people on VHS. That's how people found it. That's how people discovered it. Um, so I, I, he's not a. He's a filmmaker who makes films for people to to find, not to be told. They have to watch, as as essentially that. Um, He wouldn't. His name would. He'd still. If it wasn't for Boyhood, he'd still be known as the guy who directed School of Rock, rather than the guy who directed Dazed and Confused and The Before trilogy etc and things mm. like that so there is that so I'm surprised That's a really
0: that. interesting way of putting it that yeah no uh, yeah.
1: I'm, I, I, I'm not um, <clears throat> and let's be honest Boyhood was a high 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 concept movie you know it, it, it was and Boyhood was a a good movie that was actually that it was it's it's key special thing was its commitment to doing something was its actual idea of people went holy fuck that's really fucking interesting let's see how that played out
0: and no one talks about boyhood anymore
1: and nobody talks about boyhood anymore um so there, there is there is that um I can also um see why Last fight Flying um it was released in the theatrical in the states wasn't it yes um but I can see why outside of the states they've decided. Do you know what? It's 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 a sequel slash spiritual sequel to a Hal Ashby movie that, let's be honest, only really cinephiles have seen and love. Um, it, it's not like it's not known in the pantheon of Vietnam movies, like for instance, Platoon or mm-hmm. Hamburger Hill or Apocalypse Now, Deer Hunter, and things like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it, it, it's more it's, it is more niche. Um, could they have sold it based on Steve Carell, Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne? Again, probably not. You know, mm. these are people who who are character actors, and the, you know, Steve Carell can sell a a comedy vehicle movie, mm. but can he sell a dramatic thing to get people to go? and watch it I, I, I just don't know so I I can see why they've, Amazon have gone do you know what we want to make this movie we want to give Richard Leakley the, the money to movie, make this movie or buy it or whatever and go do you know what we'll put it out there and people people will watch it we'll get more people watching it like this than we will in a cinema mm-hmm. and it's true they will um would we have watched it in the cinema uh for the show if, if there was nothing else big on that week if there was nothing it, that week yeah it, it would have been it would have been that um However, in terms of the movie, um, I, I it, well, let me get the, the, the complaint about it first. It's too fucking long. It's very long. It's it's over two hours. It's way too fucking long. But I did actually really enjoy my time with it. Okay. Um, I, I I think there's a lot of heart in it. Um, I, I think it, it it could have moments where it really goes for the uh, an over-the-top dramatic moment and I think it doesn't you don't get the big fucking arguments I think there's a there's a great chemistry between the three leads more between Cranston and Fishburne than I think Carell but I think that that is he, he, he's quite intentional because he's essentially supposed to be the the grieving kind of not he doesn't have the charisma of these two guys. That's why he was drawn to these two guys. No, he, in, he loves yeah. Lamp.
0: He loves Lamp, Mark.
1: He does, yeah. There, there, there's one bit where he quite literally, which is why I laugh when you said that, there's one bit in the movie the where penis he literally bit. becomes Brick Tamlin. Is it about yeah. the penis? Yeah.
0: Yes. Fucking, like, that took me out of the film... Very severely when that happened.
1: I see. I I was. I think I I was probably more into it as a film by that point. I can see why it would absolutely because he quite literally becomes Britt Tavlin in it. Uh, so I can see why it could. But I was too busy kind of fucking laughing at Brian Cranston doing his <laughs> doing an impression of his dick essentially.
0: Oh no! Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, no. I mean, the thing is, I I enjoyed that scene. Like it, it, it just it's just that it, he's pl- like Steve Carell is almost like doing this fucking acting like self-imposed acting challenge of how can I play this role as Brick Tamlin but yeah. not but like not quite let Link Later know that that's what I'm doing yeah and I think he manages it If if like if that was the intent Carell should have won the Best Actor Oscar last year because he successfully convinced me that he was Brick Tamlin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is. But also, it, would, it wouldn't it wouldn't, surprise me if Linklater's thing to Steve Carell was. The when Brick went, so, I, I, want I want you to play it <laughs> as Brick Tamlin. But yeah. do that. Just do that. It's Brick Tamlin in a... a essentially, in a, in, a, in a comedy drama.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I, I just uh, yeah
1: and that that was it but yeah I, I, I did have I did have I say it, it, it's having a good time I don't know it's it, it, it's saying shit but in a very much a link letter way of saying shit where he's not going to over explain it to you um, and it, he's going to kind of like he's going to say it but then he's going to try and Kind of argue it from the other side, but then he's going to go still put across his viewpoint on it as well.
0: Hmm. I thought like it felt like a very special episode of Last Flag Flying.
1: It, it, I do I, I I I can completely see 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 that. Yes, yeah, certainly.
0: It it felt like. You know, this whole thing about like TV revivals now, like Roseanne, um, Mm. like has been quite big lately, and like Will and Grace and whatnot. Yeah, it it felt like this was some sort of TV movie special update of some sort of comedy drama from 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, Uh, do you know what? That's Mm. I can absolutely see what you mean there.
0: Like, it was a really bizarre feeling because right at the start. It's like this music comes in, which almost feels like it's incidental music in a TV series, as opposed to score. Mm. Um, and you've got these characters who know each other, and there are these backstories there,
1: but But, they, it's, but it's not going to tell you any of that. But
0: no, no. But they, yeah, they don't fill you in, mm. and it just like, I, 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 just anyone who doesn't actually, I, I would love. Anyone who's, if there's anybody listening to the show who's never seen The Last Detail, please email or tweet us with how kind of disconnect, if you did, if you felt like disconnected from what was going on, because like there's just no backstory. It's just like, right, so what do we actually learn from this film? These are all na- like, like non-vets. Mm. Some bad shit went down. And one of them went to the brig.
1: Mm.
0: But we don't really know what the bad shit was.
1: Uh, it kind of does get that. You kind of do get that. The, the bad shit was that um, somebody died and was unable to be given the morphine because they were all high as fuck on it. Right. Okay. And, and then, then out of the three of them, uh, they essentially used Steve Carell's to, to blame it on. Mm. Okay. So, But it... it, it that literally is. That is what I think happened. I can't say with absolute one hundred percent certainty that no, I mean, that is what happened. Because no, yeah, no. I've picked up from little bits throughout.
0: I mean, there is that whole like, if we weren't all fucking around, it never would have happened. And then they're, they're, they're talking about morphine as well. So yeah, I no fair enough. But it, it I don't know. It just. It f- it felt like there should have been pre- previously on Last Flag Flying at the start or something, and like just it felt TV to me. Like the the cinematography felt lit like a t- like TV show, and not in like the cinematic TV show of today. I'm not I'm not using TV show as like a derogatory term. I'm using it as it would have been used as a derogatory term ten years ago.
1: And uh, as well, TV is framed differently to what is it t- to. To, to to cinema, it yeah. just is because you're dealing with. If you shoot something for TV, you're you're shooting it for a different medium. Essentially, mm. it's I mean, why if you watch um, if you watch something on uh, a TV thing on the cinema, it feels fucking weird. It's not because you're watching TV on the cinema that it feels fucking weird. It's because it, it, it's shot different. It sound design different.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it just. But I mean, I. I, I I certainly don't think it's a bad film. Uh, the performances are all uh, solid. I mean, like Steve Carell, I, I, I mean, we've already discussed him. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what that was, um, if I'm honest. But it just, like, okay, grieving dad, but every now and then you're going to be brick. Uh, I don't know. Uh, um, but, I mean, Lawrence Fishburne, one of my moments of films of this year, for me, is going to be Lawrence Fishburne, when he kind of turns initially, when Cranston's in that kind of like uh, game of chicken with the uh, with the lorry, yeah. and the <laughs> yes. way that Fishburne explodes at him, and is obviously what Cranston was going for, is yeah. fucking amazing. Like just the way he's been so measured in his speech and
1: whatnot. it's like, <laughs> "I will fucking bury you." With <laughs> it. <laughs> like it, it, like, it, it literally, it, 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 it's like. It's like he knows that the, the, the only thing that's gone under his skin for nearly 30 years is fucking Brian Cranston. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, exactly. It, it, it's, like, no, that's, it, it's great. I mean, because you get that little hint, like, early on when he's talking to his wife and he's like, shit's, uh, shit's gone bad or something like that. And, like, his wife's, like using that language, what are you doing? You know, it's like, what, 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 like what's going yeah, whenever, on Whenever
1: Sal's around, shit tends to go. Yeah, for Sal. That's it,
0: shit tends to go, yeah, that's exactly it, yeah. But like, that's the thing, and like, you know, there's little things, like Sal's kind of fascination with the mobile phone. You yeah, know, just the fact <laughs> that he's such a, bar- like, alien concept to them, but it, you know, at first. And then, oh, when, he, when he finds out Eminem's
1: white. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that was great. It's fantastic, because he, he you can tell you've got um, you've got Fishburne looking at him, and he's kind of wanting to say to him, "You've been you've been racist," but then he realizes that he's just not at all. Yeah. That he basically that he's kind of like he's pissed off that he thinks the guy is black because he thinks that it's that it's it's wrong for him to be doing this, and it's not it's not what, what true hip hop should be. It's not what fucking it's not what to him. Um, african-americans influence on music as being and then as soon as he finds out he's white he's like well i never liked her anyway white yeah yeah it's essentially what he says
0: no i've always i've always uh, identified myself with the black people more or something yeah no
1: <laughs> like, fishberg gives him a great smile
3: at yeah,
0: that yeah 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 i mean that that that's it it just Those might, I mean, like Fishburne's great and and Cranston's really, actually really fun in it as well. And I like the way, you know, all the way through the film, I thought that Cranston was going to have some sort of like revelation or something, you know, like it was, but it's like somewhat like Fishburne calls him an alcoholic and it's just like, yeah.
1: Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: know, and it it just, and at the end of the film, like they haven't really learned anything. It's just, they've helped Doc with this experience, you know.
1: The thing is they, they, they do helping with the experience they do it you know it, it's right they haven't seen him for what it's supposed to be like what 30 years yeah yeah and they um you know, they, they're straight away there for him it literally but you get the doc asks him the question you know you've you've not seen me for 30 years i've come in you don't know where we're going and you've literally just left your keys to the guy that was asleep on your pool table he's like well yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no I mean that, that, it, no exactly it, it, it's I, it, it just I don't know like the construction of the film bothers me but I like the things within the film I will say as well the mo- The girl who's selling them the mobile phones yeah. I thought did a really good little job as well like the way she's egging them on <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I, I, I. I thought that was cracking and you just get the sense as well that they are going to call each other on these phones now you know yeah. and they have reconnected then they probably will stay connected now
1: and i don't know it's kind of it's really it, it nice wouldn't surprise you if, if, if in some sort of it would a nice little touch would have been like fucking i don't know um a post-credit scene of of, of, of doc just sweeping up the bar as sal's asleep on a table oh <laughs>
0: uh, yeah no exactly yeah exactly i mean that's the thing like in a way, I like that they didn't pay that off. But I, I like to think that he was like, "Yeah, all right, then, fuck it. Why not? Let's do not? this." What else
1: have I got? Yeah, let, 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 let's do it. You know, that. and you know, Sal gets his, his moment where, it, where because he's not, he never goes full prick. He, everything he's doing, he does because he thinks it's the right thing to do. Yes. So when he's chewing out the what is it, he thinks it's the right. He thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. For Doc. And he's doing that, and he thinks that when he's going, to, when they're going to see the, the, the guy who, who who died's mother, he thinks it's the right thing to do. And then when he's there, and he realises that the reason why they've gone isn't the right reason for her, yeah. he doesn't do it. He doesn't have that, what is it? He does th- the right thing. And every step along the way, he kind of manages to do the right thing, but just in a fucking weird way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, even the um, the kind of way he manufactures, like Corel finding out how exactly his kid
1: died. Yeah, because again, for for him, that's the it, it, it's it's right for him as for that to for, to be done. But I mean, I I liked
0: the uh, like the army, like the colonel guy, whoever it is, like his justification for why he, he was still a hero. Ooh. You know, like I, 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 you know, it made sense. Yeah, it did. It absolutely did. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I actually like, fair play, I like, most of the time when we're talking about films, I like them less. So, like, when, when we're in this kind of situation, it's like I, I I end the conversations liking them less because we like break things down. But with this, I'm actually kind of liking it more.
1: Yeah, it, it's, that's it. <clears throat> My major, I, I can, and you are spot on right with the, it feels like, it feels like a, a TV series that ended. 20 years ago and it's been, what is it? We done for, you know, for a special. Hmm. It does absolutely feel like that. Uh, but not in a, not in a negative way, but I can see what you mean. Um, it's just that the, 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 the
0: connective tissue wasn't exactly quite there. Yeah. And
1: it, yeah. it, 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 it did, it did, it did, it did
0: actually legit bother me like through yeah, the course it, of the film.
1: It's, it's quarter of an hour too long. I'd say. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's easy. I think I, I paused it at one point. Um, to the bathroom, I'll grab a drink, something like that, and was like, shit, there's 40 minutes left. Mm. Um, so and it, it was, yeah, so I think it was a little bit too long, but yeah, I, I, it's a definitely not shit from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de-
0: definitely not shit. Sure. It's certainly worth a watch, but I would genuinely recommend watching The Last Detail beforehand because you are the you're going to get totally a sense of the characters in their younger selves, even if they're not actually the characters and it's spiritual or whatever, even though the book was written as a sequel. I, I, I would recommend, just because the last detail is fantastic as well.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it is weird the fact that he's made two spiritual, what he would class as spiritual sequels, as his pr- previous two movies because yeah, yeah, right. everyone wants, everybody some wants some, a spiritual yeah. sequel to Days and, and Confused. Yeah. And the weird thing is, everybody wants some and Last Flag Flying have been the two movies that he's made post-boyhood, right? Out of those two movies, which one do you think would get the wide cinematic release and which one would go straight to? That's
0: actually a fair point. Streaming yeah.
1: services. It's Linkletter is, is a filmmaker who will always get the films made that he wants to get made. Mm-hmm. Just at some point. Mm.
0: Yeah, good um, stuff. Yeah, Last Flying. Um, yeah, how'd the poll go?
1: Definitely not shit, 67%. Mm-hmm. Touching cloth 17% okay. and shit seventeen percent.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Nothing for Geostorm on that. Nah. It feel it's like not a Geostorm type feel. of movie, is it?
0: No, nah, no. Nah. Okay, and uh, Ian again. So um Mark started talking about the two films that you watched this week. And then I basically, on both of them, said, actually, let's review those next week. So, um, yeah, next week we're going to cover Hurricane Heist, which I missed, which I know I said at the start of the show Mark would be talking about, but then we kind of decided against it because i was going to watch it and um also we're going to do a retro review of um into the night the john landis film starring uh jeff goldblum and david bowie um i've I'd, I'd never seen it before mark had never seen it so uh yeah we're going to do a bit of a retro review of that by the way if you uh if you're wondering about the sound quality in this i am recording this um we've we've gone to the coast for a couple of days and i'm recording it just in um a room in a caravan um so uh yeah quality's not great i'm just recording it on the mac mic so yeah um anyway apologies and um so yeah it's a lot more of me speaking than it is mark this week for which i sincerely apologize but uh here we go is why i've been watching this week uh duck duck goose <laughs> um duck duck goose so this is a film it's duck, goose Who's that by? Is it DreamWorks? or No, it's fucking uh, Wanda Pictures. I think they're a Chinese outfit. Um, Oh,
1: God, yes, it is, isn't it? It's the one with Greg Proops and Stephen Fry. Yeah,
0: Greg Proops and Stephen Fry and Jim Gaffigan's the lead, Um, which is weird. Um, So Duck Duck Goose is uh, is a Chinese production with an American voice cast. Um... Pang, voiced by um, Jim Gaffigan, is a goose, who is Flocker migrating, and his girlfriend, who I believe is actually called, like, Cheng Cheng. yeah, Even though, but voiced by an American woman. Zendaya. <laughs> Z- no, she's one of the little ducks.
1: Is I'm she? Fr- oh, I'm right.
0: pretty sure is one of the little ducks. Anyway.
1: Chi... Oh, you know, it, it, is she called? Chi's the little duck. That's end. Yeah, that's that that's end day. Yeah, yeah. It's like
0: Chi and Cho or Chong or something. Like literally, it is like that. Um, anyway, they're they're migrating, uh, but Pang kind of like like beat marches to the beat of his own drum and is like, nah, fuck that. I'm not fucking migrate. Actually, no. Do you know what? Lot went for a toilet break, so I don't know what happened. So um, lots went for free toilet breaks during this film. with like indicate there's, there's an old studio executive that once said that you can tell, you can tell how good a film is by how many times you need a piss during it. And that is the lossy grade for how good a film is. <laughs> um, So yeah, no free pee breaks, which uh I think was level with Peter Rabbit. Actually, Peter Rabbit might've been four. So that it's interesting because she's been to the cinema enough now that, you know, at first she said everything was good. Now she's, now she's a bit more honest and she's like, oh, it was a bit boring. You know, and, and and stuff like that. She's getting a bit more the cinema isn't a wow experience for her anymore because she's been going for two years. Yeah. You know, like fuck man. I took it the first time I took her to the cinema, she was two. You know, like I'm actually quite proud of that. The first time she thing. The first time she got through a film from start to finish in the cinema, she was still two. You know. <laughs> and that film was trolls. And trolls is actually really fun, so fuck it. <laughs> anyway, duck, duck, goose. Um, so yeah, for some reason he doesn't go off with his flock, and he's carrying these two chicks around. One of them, voiced by Zendaya, um, and they've got to try and find where they, the flock have gone to. But there's an evil cat on their tail. So um, yeah, four piss, no three piss breaks. Um, there, there's a stoner squirrel. At one point, um, who thinks that Goose is a badger, which I did quite enjoy actually, just calls him Badger a couple of times, it made me laugh. Um, I I watched it yesterday and I genuinely don't remember all that much about it. Really anonymous, just.
1: It's such a weird voice cast.
0: Yeah, it it, it really is. Go on.
1: It's like people that wandered by. Or people that are there doing something else.
0: Yeah, because what is it? Greg Pru... Yeah, Carl Reiner is a turtle. Yeah. Stephen Fry, Jennifer Gray, Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon, yeah. It's
1: it's so weird.
0: Yeah, no, and the thing. It was weird as well because, like, the production logo started. And, like, there's this song playing over them. And, like, you think. Like, you think it's just, like, the opening of the film while, like, the... Like, it's not, like, the production logo's, in like, individual, like... Like, nothing like that. It's, Mm. like, the song going over all the production logos. Then the song ends, and then score begins. And it's, like, so what? That was just a little song to accompany the production logos. But then (laughs) the song comes up again in the film, and it just, like... It was really weird. Like, it just... And like I say, it's this um, China made, China set film where all the characters have have, have, have Chinese names, but with this really random Western voice cast Um, and it's, and it's released by everyone's not favorite studio entertainment. (laughs) Um, It just, that yeah, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was a really, really odd mishmash. And lots said she was bored a few times during the course of the film, let alone at the end. But I was like, "Would well, you want to see how it ends? And she was like, yeah. So she did actually manage to stay the course. Yeah. But it's like really, really fucking subpar kids animation stuff. But it, like the screening was really busy, but it, it, it was kind of a bad day weather-wise here yesterday. So that's probably why. But yeah, so Duck, Duck, Goose, fucking no, just nah. It's not like, it, 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 it's not offensive, it's just nah. Um. Okay, Ghost Stories. Uh. So, uh, directed by Andy Nyman and uh, Jeremy Dyson. Jeremy Dyson of League of, uh, League of Gentlemen fame. He like, directed all of the League of Gentlemen. I think he, direct, yeah, he did direct the film as well. Um, so, this is based I've on... I've never seen the League of Gentlemen film. The League of Gentlemen's Apocalypse. Um, I don't remember anything yeah. about it. Michael Sheen plays jeremy dyson and i think he's killed in the opening sequence fair enough
1: i, I might give I, know, I, I, I always really quite like the series but i, I just I, I i kind of like it just passed me by the film
0: yeah because david warner's the bad guy in that as well mm. i wonder if that's on itunes i wouldn't mind giving that another watch
1: two ticks I'll, I'll let you talk about that and i'll find out if it's on oh, yeah, iTunes, yeah okay good shout um
0: so uh yeah ghost stories uh based on um adi stage play um I think it was Andy Noyman somebody else, but maybe not. But yeah, Andy Noyman for sure. So basically, um, it's one of those ones where it's a poster with a load of quotes saying it's one of the best horrors in years and best British horror film in the decade and really inventive, blah, blah, blah. Uh, played LFF last year, so a genre film getting a slot at LFF, which is something, I suppose. Um, and yeah, uh, being released the same weekend as A Quiet Place, which is fucking suicide. Um, so, yep. uh, yeah. Um, right. So story is Andy Nyman is a, uh, is uh, this professor who goes around debunking, uh, like people who uh, who are trying to like, like fake psychics and stuff like that. Um, his idol is this, um, Scottish, uh, professor who was doing much the same in the seventies. Who disappears. Uh one day he gets a package um and it's an audio tape and it's the professor saying, um, uh come see me in this caravan park in which I now live. I you know, I I want to talk to you. And he goes there and the professor, and the uh the, the professor from the seventies is like, You're a dickhead, we've both wasted our lives um, I've got these three cases here that I cannot explain. You you try it and get back to me because I need to know I need to know if I'm wrong about this. So the first the first two um, kind of acts of the film as such weirdly are the three stories. So it's these kind of three short films. You've got one with Paul Whitehouse as a uh, security guard in this kind of abandoned asylum who starts seeing some shit. Uh, you've got Alex Lawther, I think his name is, um, who uh, is driving through some woods one night and knocks over a thing. Um, And you've got Martin Freeman, who plays this kind of like dickhead stock trader guy whose wife is pregnant and in a hospital and some supernatural shit starts happening.
1: Um, Instantly, the League of Gentlemen apocalypse is on no streaming services or iTunes.
0: That's fucking weird. That's really weird. like it does, it does just seem like that film's disappeared out of existence. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, um, so that's that's like the first two acts of the film, and then the third act goes somewhere else, which I, you know, I, I won't spoil here, um, because it does. It was at that point of the film where something happens. It was like, okay, you, you have my interest. And then two minutes later, it let go of my interest. Because until then, the most excited I got was genuinely thinking that Andy Nyman was about to interview a tree. <laughs> it's like, at the end of the, um, at the, end of the first short, short thing, he goes off to interview someone about the events. And then after the second one, he stops off in the kind of like the setting of where the second one takes place and he walks up to this tree and I thought he was about to get his tape recorder out and start asking questions. And it was like, right, okay. I, yeah, I genuinely, I kind of want to see how it, where it goes here and it was like, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> um, ghost stories is not very good. It's not. The scares are very, very, very cheap. Annoyingly cheap. Might work in a theatrical production because it is like the you are there thing. And from what I remember, I think Ghost Stories does some shit like in the audience. Mm. So, you know, viscerally, it's going to be there. Translating that to the big screen, no. There's a couple of moments even where you think there's going to be some creepy imagery and then there's not. Um, the short films are basically like long things leading up to a jump scare punchline. Um, so it just, and it, it's not scary. I mean, there was one moment where um, Paul, was sitting next to me, but, um, Jumped quite a bit, and for a second I thought I was in 4DX. Um,
3: <laughs> but
0: yeah, which I, I mean, to be fair, it's probably the best jump scare in the film that individual moment. Um, but the film just didn't have me. I was, I was like, I was just. It felt like I was going through the motions, and then like the the there's a reveal right at the end, and it's just. Uh, Right, Okay. I just sat through that for an hour and 40 minutes for that. Yeah. Yeah? All right, then. It just... It's a, you know, obviously low-budget indie British horror going against a Paramount-backed Hollywood horror film. And the Hollywood horror film pisses on Ghost Stories from a really large height. Now, I know Glenn Chapman, who who listens to the podcast, I know he felt differently, and obviously people have felt differently, so fair enough. But uh, I do kind of wonder if the people reviewing it have some sort of connection with some of the people involved because it's a British production. Sorry. (laughs) It, It feels like people like Andy Nyman, and they like Jeremy Dyson, and... Maybe they're giving them a benefit of a doubt. Sorry, I don't know them. I don't, you know... To be honest had it my way, film critics wouldn't, like, have any fucking interaction with filmmakers whatsoever because I think it can, or it, it can even unconsciously sway opinions. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Um, and, uh, yeah, um, ghost stories. I thought it was really disappointing. it was only only disappointing because of all the fucking quotes on the poster
1: it is quite a postery quote isn't it a a, a quality poster isn't it yeah
0: it is Um, and I don't know it's not nearly as fucking it's not nearly as fucking clever as it thinks it is like I wish I wish I could get into it but I'm not going to because I'm sure you'll probably watch it at some point and you know we'll have a conversation at that point
1: yeah at some point I will watch it yeah
0: very I know Paul said there's something about 15, 20 minutes in that he knew something that was going to occur in the third act. And I believe, I believe him. And there's, it's one of those films where it's like, there's going to be stuff you see on screen or things that people say. And it's like that, look, that, is so standout, yet you don't want it to be, that I know that means something. Yeah. It really is trying to be really fucking clever. And at the end, it's like, right, that's a fucking... That's just a a really shit Twilight Zone twist.
1: But... Better enough, yeah.
0: And also, just one last thing as well. There is... Ah fuck! I can't even say the line. There's a li- okay. There's a line in the f- in the film. Sorry, can we something right? Yep. If someone can explain to me why that person says that thing in that moment of this film, I would love to know because that person, I don't think knows that f- thing, and I don't know why we're supposed to know that thing either. I know that's really esoteric but yeah ghost stories it's shit (laughs) fair enough Um, what else have we watched what else have we watched I I am genuinely mindful that it's close to Mark's tea time and fair play Um, I'm not gonna get between a man and his food Um, oh yeah All right, much better Uh, Netflix original doc won the uh, best uh, best documentary Uh,
1: at the Oscars Icarus
0: Icarus Icarus is fucking great is it so starts off, right? So it's this um, a Brian Fogel who directs it. Direct, he's like this kind of like semi-professional cyclist, oh. who starts off making the documentary about trying to essentially emulate what Lance Armstrong was doing by participating in a kind of a semi-professional cycling event, but doping, but keeping it hidden. Um, but then it turns into something else. And that's all I'm going to say. Ooh. And, but, well, but
1: well worth a watch.
0: Uh, yeah, it gets really, really interesting. The, the the main subject of the documentary, I'm not entirely sure the film really gets under the skin of it, of what is really going on behind that person. Um, but it is fucking enthralling. It looks it, like it is genuinely cinematic, um, and it yeah, it's super fucking worth a watch. I watched watched like the whole thing on a treadmill the other day, and it was brilliant. It really helped soak up that time. It, it, like it's really really worth a watch.
1: Cool. I'll definitely be getting to that at some point then. Good
0: shit. You've got time for um, feedback and whatnot? Yeah, oh, certainly oh. do, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, right. Uh, do you want to go through the Twitter questions while I bring up the email?
1: Uh, it's, just actually, it's just actually one from last week. I think we've got one from this week, well, I think as well. Okay, cool. um, Steve Dixon uh, at The Great SD uh, said, congratulations to you both on keeping your great show going so long. So obviously it was our 2 episode last Thanks, week. Steve. Uh, keep up the good work. Uh, what are your best and worst experiences at the cinema? Uh, um,
3: huh.
1: um. worst I think uh, will be um, several ones talking um, a one that stands up is a guy who during um, Green Mile um, a guy started you know the bit where he he doesn't wet the sponge
0: oh god yeah okay. and the
1: guy's he's uh, setting on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy started like properly, like fucking belly laughing at that. Oh, that's not cool. In a packed cinema, and even his mates were going "shut the fuck up" at him. And he wasn't doing it because he thought it was funny. He was just doing it to be a prick. Um, so that happened, and I might have hit him in the face with a milkshake. Nice. When um, I, I, I mean, replace the word "might" with did hit him in the face with the milkshake. But I was only like 18, 17 at a time, so I'll, I'll, I'll allow myself that. Mm-hmm. Um, on all the time was a um, a rather large gentleman, and I don't mean like big as in fat, uh, answered his phone during South Park, and when I told him to go the fuck outside, um, he asked if he, if I wanted to fight him, and I said, yeah, but I'll meet you outside. Nice. <laughs> And then when he came back and he sat down and looked at me, I just went, oh, I went later. <laughs> but yeah, guy literally asked me if I wanted to fight him because I asked him to stop using his phone. But by the way, he answered his phone. Like, actually answered his phone. Middle of a packed cinema. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, best um, sort of stuff like watching like Taxi Driver on the big screen was incredible. But. Uh, um, and apocalypse now. The few times I've seen that, is fantastic. One that actually screams to mind: me and you going to see um, hateful eight.
0: Oh, um,
1: yeah, that was really good.
0: Yeah,
1: actually, that
0: might be that actually might be my answer. Yeah,
1: I think that might be. That that, that, that's my answer. Yeah, that was great because it was it, it, it was that was an event. It yeah, man, going to see a film. It was it was going to see that that is the only way you're going to have been able to watch that version of that film.
0: Yeah, that that that, there was a buzz as well. Like people Mm -hmm. were just fucking up for it. Like the queue, even the queue was like fucking awesome. It was like, oh, there's loads of people here to see this. This is great. Everyone's everyone's just wanting to see this film.
1: Yeah, and everyone was so fucking quiet during the film.
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. So there we go. Yeah,
0: yeah. Good shit, man. Um, Worst. I don't know, I mean, I threw a coffee at the screen during It's Kind of a Funny Story. You did, didn't you? (laughs) Like, literally, like, actually stained that screen as well, which I feel quite bad for now, but fuck me, that film. Yeah, Emma Roberts one. I think it was called It's Kind of a Funny Story. It is That fucking film. Oh my god. Teeth on edge. Um, You know, there's been some fucking, to be honest, in terms of worst, there's been some moments at Fright Fest as well, like, just fucking like, there was that ah oh, there was the rapey year. Oh yeah, fucking the, hell. Like it just the mood in that cinema, like particularly on the Saturday night, just didn't feel right. Um and just they the turn your bloody phone off shorts, which people were really praising at the time, but do feel quite like toxic fanboy
1: looking back <laughs> on him. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, it. I don't know. The, the, but, but we did have we did have Jar telling the director of the season house to shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, that was warranted.
1: <laughs> that was magnificent.
0: Yeah, wasn't it? Just like just because you've seen your shit film before doesn't mean you have to. You have to. <laughs> we, we, we we all
1: sat through your shit film, and you can sit. <laughs> that was it. That film.
0: was it. That was fucking. Good on
1: him! Like that was fuck, that, that 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 was Pete fucking George. That yeah, no, that, that
0: was Pete George. Fair uh, play. That, because
1: you. That, we, that, that, that's one of my favourite George moments, along yeah. with when he swe- uh, fucking Mike. I think you'd gone by this point. Or you got your. Yeah, yeah, John was heavily pregnant wasn't she, at Mike's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were out having a drink, and George smacked this girl, um, this, this this black girl on the ass and said, I I, I love that big booty. And and the thing is, she turned around and looked at John and he fucking winked. And I swear to God, if John wanted to fuck that girl that night, she would have. (laughs) (laughs) That boy was a fucking animal that night. Me and John signed the entirety um, of um, Gangster's Paradise at Becky um, and Duncan, uh, Orange Warrior from... uh, um sang the entire of gangsters paradise because it came on in the bar that we were at um and it wasn't until we'd finished that we realized it wasn't even gangsters paradise that had come on
0: um I, and, and just to say i don wasn't heavily pregnant she was pregnant but she was doing the flowers for the wedding
1: that was it it was, she was doing the flowers cat name it was in may and yeah yeah december she was like, doing it was the flowers of daughter, course she was doing
0: the flowers so like she, it was like to be, if, if she actually, no, she knew she was pregnant. She, she wouldn't have drunk, but it, I don't know. It probably, it was a bit of a stressful evening for her. So yeah. Um, spent, you, you guys were still out till about one. <laughs> no, we did. All right. We did. All right. Yeah, um, I, I um,
1: know, it's about five. I think
0: <laughs> um, it was a good apartment actually. I remember, yeah. It, it wasn't was a good, very good. Apartment, yeah. yeah. It's nice. I um, so, uh, yeah, uh, there we go. Okay, and Orange Warrior's actually got a question as well,
1: hasn't he? He did, yeah. Uh, at what point um, during A Quiet Place did you did you decide to start licking your snacks rather than chewing them? Didn't have any. Uh, like I say, like I, I did answer it kind of like in the middle. Of, I, I did at one point think, I really wish I had wore this fucking jacket. It makes a lot of noise every time I kind of even sort of move a finger. I could hear my jacket and was thinking... Oh, Christ, everyone's looking at me. I'm I'm the prick in this screening.
0: Nice. Um, okay, so we've got an email from uh, Marcus Zuzu. Uh, thank you for getting in touch again, Marcus. Um, yes, thank you Rich. much. Okay, hi, lads. Congrats on getting to 250. I've been listening from the start. so used to listen to 35mm Heroes. Uh, I mainly watch different types of uh, films to yourself. Comedy and action aren't really my bag. I'm a drama head, and well, cinema too when I can. But I'm still a huge fan of the show, and will make it continue. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, Thank Marcus, you that, the, yep. uh, Marcus, this is the gentleman who uh, who uh, lent me the Apu trilogy as well. So uh, forever indebted. Those are some films. Um, so here's my top five since your show started. Five. Ah, one, nice. Uh, yeah. One more time with feeling. I hate to say, I'm not entirely sure what that is. I think I've seen
1: that.
3: Hmm.
0: Um four, Mommy, the Xavier Dolan film. Yeah.
1: One more time with Phil, yeah, it's the uh it's the Nick Cave documentary. Oh, okay. Alright, fair enough. Oh, I have oh, seen a really fucking good film actually that.
0: Okay, cool. Um for Mommy, with yeah, well, that's fucking fantastic. Three Jackie. Um uh two like Father Like Son, which I believe is the Coriada film I wanna say, but I've not seen that either. And one, my pick for you for the uh donates uh, playing it forward. Uh, which Marcus will not have actually heard when, um, uh, because the show's not out yet, The Great Beauty. Oh, nice. So, yes. Um, So, PS, what happened to The 100 Club? That was an idea that just didn't turn to anything. Fuck,
1: yeah. Um, Yeah. We're good at ideas.
0: Well, shit, man. Playing it forward's been going for a while now, hasn't it? So, you know. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. That just... That was ambitious. That was fucking ambitious. Yeah, yeah, that would have taken work. Um, I don't know what happened. Noel had two kids and I had a kid and physical media died. Basically. So, uh, PPS, I understand your film Twitter pain of late. I left several months ago and it improved my life immensely. Fucking, I left Facebook. I don't think I can leave Twitter because otherwise I'm just going to feel too disconnected, but fuck me. Fuck me.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to have a call on 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 my uh, on my on my Twitter, uh, and I think that will make me feel better. Yeah, I've had a call. And I because I actually better. want to start actually communicating via Twitter a little bit more because I do kind of miss the occasional bit. But what I'll say is, I think it's, I used to spend more t- time on it. Now I just don't think I have the time. Whereas when I was in my late twenties, I kind of feel like I had more time for it. Whereas now I, I don't feel like responding to people or putting anything out there because I'm thinking. But shit! If somebody's like asking me questions about it, I'm not going to have the time to respond to them.
0: Mm. Well, that's fine. I, I just
1: push shit out there. Mm. Push shit out there. Right, next
0: week. So after I um rudely basically told Mark to shut the fuck up and let's not review <laughs> these things, um, we're gonna we're gonna do a retro review of Into the Night, which I'm really looking forward to. Um. And Hurricane Heist, which isn't a yes. retro review, but we will, we will, we will be watching it. And uh, next week is Rampage.
1: Yep, it's
0: Rampage. Fuck it's yep. Rampage. Fucking, please be good.
1: Are you going Thursday night? It's in 3D
0: on Wednesday. I'm tempted. To, like I haven't seen a 3D film in years. I'm so, like the thing is. Lots is away with the in-laws. Like, we're, we're going out for a couple of days, but, I'm uh, like, coming back on Wednesday. Lots is with the in-laws, and I know Don's going to have to work. So, actually, hang on. Fuck, I thought it was playing Wednesday. I thought it was playing Wednesday. I thought it was playing in 3D on Wednesday. No, it's not. Well, that's just me, fuck then. Uh,
1: I've got 3D Wednesday uh, in York at half past eight. Oh.
0: Fuck! Hang on. I, no, I need to. I need to. I need to confirm whether I've let myself down here. I love in a Quiet Place ghost stories. I love wish Death Wish. But fucking Death Wish came out this week as well. That was weird. Is not same Pacific Remake on time? Dot com for Coco. No. All right. No, I. I don't think I'll be seeing it Thursday. Uh, Don and I are going out for um, uh, going out for a meal. So yeah, a, fr- uh, a Friday like a motherfucker
1: yeah Friday for me I think Friday 5.45 that's looking good if I don't go in 3 uh-huh. days on uh, Wednesday night there's
0: there's a super screen at 7 o'clock on Thursday night if they replicate that on the Friday I'm fucking there with bells on um, so Rampage um, Noel might be on
1: he might be yes
0: yeah I, I, I think that's the plan
1: um, I think it's, it's the plan but it's it's always based on I think it null no, just gets just gets the downtime for yeah it.
0: yeah, quite exactly um, so uh, I'm going to go this you're going to go eat thank you very much
1: for listening folks thank you very much guys for listening I'm going to go and make gravy and then cookies. <laughs> that sounds like a an euphemism and I am <laughs> I'm
0: not uh, bye,
1: bye. Bye.
2: I created a monster, cause nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want shady, I'm chopped liver. Uh, well if you want shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of me makes some heart, like I'm soccer that I jump jumpstart my heart quicker than the shock when I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor. When I'm not cooperating, when I'm rocking the table while he's operating. Yeah. You waited this long to stop debating Cause I'm back, I'm on the rag and ovulating I know that you got a job, Miss Cheney But your husband's heart problems complicating So the FCC won't let me be Or let me be me, so let me see They try to shut me down on MTV But it feels so empty without me So come on and dip, come on your lips Jump back, jiggle the hip and wiggle a bit And get ready, cause this is about to get heavy I just settled all my lawsuits Fuck you, Debbie Now this looks like a job for me So everybody, just pop Kids feeling rebellious, embarrassed, the parents still listen to help us They start feeling like prisoners helpless Till someone comes along on a mission and yells A visionary, vision is scary, can start a revolution, Polluting the airwaves of rebel. Notice so let me revel in the asking the fact that I got everyone kissing my ass, and it's a disaster. Such a catastrophe for you to see so damn much of my ass. You ask for me Well, I'm back. Fixing minutes and I'm tuning in and then I'm gonna in and up under your skin like a splinter. The center of attention. Back for the winner, I'm interesting. The best thing's investing, investing in your kids. Here's a nesting. casting <laughs> attention, please. Give attention. Soon as someone mentions me, here's my ten cents. My two cents is free a nuisance. Who sent? You sent for me? Now this looks like a job for me. So everybody, just follow me. Cause we need a little controversy. It feels so empty without me I just get a task and I go tit for tat with Anybody who's talking this and that shit. Chris Kirkpatrick, you can get your ass kicked Worse than the little in biscuit bastards And Moby, you can get stoned by Obie You 36-year-old boy that's dead Uh-oh. You don't know me, you're too old let go, it's over Nobody listen to techno, now let's go Just give me the signal, I'll be there In the insults I've been done, suspenseful with a pencil. Ever since Prince turned himself into a symbol, but sometimes, man, it just seems everybody only wants to disgust me. So this must mean I'm disgusting. But it's just me, I'm just obscene. No, I'm not the first king of controversy. I am the worst things himself expressly to do black music so selfishly and use it to get myself wealthy. Hey, there's a concept that works. 20 million other white rappers immersed, but no matter how fish in the sea, it will be so empty without me. Now this looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, cause we need a little